CJ Philly Joy. I hope you can hear that a little bit. We had to get the speaker working properly, but you know what? This is Joyce Hope, and another Tuesday night you're here. Got a great show for you. Hope you like and enjoy this selection I have for you. It is Pay LaBelle. You are my friend. Oh, my 
Next selection we're going to have before we start the show is Love Makes a Woman by Barbara Acklin. (laughs) 
Joy Hope on On Point Radio tonight and our opening song. Here we go. Back when I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. Zero didn't satisfy me, a million didn't make me happy. That's when I learned the lesson, that it's all about your perception. Hey, are you a papa or a superstar? So you act, so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car, it's about the size of a place in your heart that's home. Thank you. 
was extremely poor. On top of all of that, he had no eyesight. That didn't keep us from seeing the light. Us and like in the USA. And all I did was place it. Living here is paradise. You Struggle. 
every, and everything in between. <laughs> and we're the success, always, always, we're the success. Because we got a lot of things going on, but we still seem to succeed and still seem to rise above all our situations. Here it goes. Woman's place is in the struggle. Is it? Are you struggling or have you been part of the struggle? And really what is the unseen struggle that we've been going through? Okay? Here's some true success stories. And I'm not going to be in total detail about every single success story. You're going to hear names. You're going to realize their story. And you can look them up yourself too as well. I don't want to bore you with a whole bunch of details. But one person in particular that really uh, hit home for me um, that was of age um, was Maya Angelou. So I'm going to go into more, more her story. But stories, success stories of black women in history, past, present, and definitely we have a future. I want to bridge generations as far as the things that they've been through and the things that are similar and how they handled their stresses and their pressures and things that they went through. Okay? So that's what conversation is about tonight on a real tip, just about uh, life and its issues, about us going through. But coming together as women and realizing that we need each other. We need to be a part of life. And if you're living life, you need to celebrate the life. We're, going to life. we're always going to have things that go on in our life, but being able to take that precious little minute or time to discuss what you're going through with somebody, to, to receive healing through conversation, that's very, very, very liberating, very freeing. And one of the things that I learned, I learned today in reference to um, being a woman in conversation, there's so many different um, avenues of a variety of our spirit, our minds, how we think and what we perceive. But we always come back to the point of the nurturing. It's like the nurturing part is just still in us no matter what. We always want to give, give back and give to others and, you know, help them to grow and be a part of life on a regular basis. And that's one of the things that keeps me striving. Even though I go through my different daily things, I struggle. But I still come back to realize that when I give to help my mom or I give to help my daughter, different ones that are in my life, it makes me feel uh, a, part of, a part of life and vital to life. It makes me feel good about some of even my accomplishments, things I'm accomplishing on my job or things I'm accomplishing even at home, trying to get more organized and other things that I'm definitely talking about here. All right? So it is realizing that too, <laughs> a reminder, thank you, that women, that we are a gift. And I think that I was reminded by the DJ Chill, thank you. But we are definitely um, a gift to society. And basically, when we think about all the things we have we, as far as being able to carry uh, life within us, that's such a blessing. There are women sometimes today that they call barren. They can't carry a child within their womb. They've tried numerous times, and they seem to not be able to carry. Whatever the reasons are, um, they can't. But then sometimes one day they, they're allowed to go through different procedures, and they're able to have multiple sometimes multiple births. So there's many miracles that can happen in your life. Bottom line, too, if you really just reflect on the goodness of your creator, the goodness of God in your life, and realize that you are here for a purpose. Wow. And I just to do a little roll call on some women that have accomplished great things. I'm going to just name some roll calls, and you could just go and just in your mind remember things that they have accomplished. I want to get to the main person that I'm here for today. I'm thinking about um, – Shirley Chisholm, she was a U.S. US representative, and, you know, she accomplished great things. Leotone Price, a singer, 
Aretha Franklin, who you guys know, <laughs> and you probably heard a lot about her life and story after she passed away um, on last year. Um, another singer, Marian Anderson. Wow. Another singer, Alyssa Sterl. You got Holly Berry. Today I'm going past, present, and future, two people. So uh, before Serena Williams, always, if you guys ever heard of this name, uh, Althea Gibson, she was a golfer and a tennis player back in 1927. She was born in those years, and she was born from 1951. The bottom line, she was um, one of the first women tennis players, African-Americans, to go to Wimbledon. Dorothy Dandridge, actress and a singer. So that's just a few. And then you have um, some modern-day people. Misty Copeland was a principal ballerina. I have a ballerina that's going to call in tonight, or Chanel. We have different ones that we've had done interviews with that I invited to come on the show tonight just to highlight some of the present successes of our women and those that are striving to, to um, break down barriers and break down walls and just succeed and help young people to be motivated and be inspired to live, you know, and that's what's really in, important, you know, that we strive to help each other live because that's what it's all about. It's about life. It's about life. And if you're online tonight and you haven't called in as of yet, you have time to call in. We have a couple hours, so I hope I got good music for you, good conversation for you. So call in 605-562-0444. Those that I invite to call in, just let me know that you're on the line. Let me know your number so I can get the, um, my uh, DJ Chill to um, block you, get you um, unmute you, and have you come in to share your story at the present time. I'm going to talk about tonight Maya Angelou. And before I talk about her, actually I wanted to actually run um, – Something about women that she wrote, that she is, wow, I just, I think I've made her, like, person that I want to just really um, model after as far as just the conversation that she has, um, knowing that she is here. Thank you. I see you, Miss Brown. And that basically that she was this normal, a normal person like you and I. You see all these great names of people that have achieved, but they're just normal women like you and I, striving to be successful, striving to, to fulfill our purpose in this world today. So I'm going to read, I'm going to have this, it's like two minutes long, from her about um, phenomenal, phenomenal women. And then we're going to get into our guests coming in. All right? Thank you, guests, for being on, too. I appreciate you. I'm going to name you out in a little bit. Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arm, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eye, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back the sun of my smile, the ride of my breath, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. 
Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. All you women and beasts. All right, all right. That was beautiful. Hope you guys enjoyed that. That was Maya Angelou, and that was phenomenal woman. Wonderful. And I was told I have a caller online. Welcome, caller. I invited many guests on tonight. Welcome to Joy's Hope on On Point Radio. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? Hey, how you doing, Joy? This is Halima from BBMRC. Oh, fantastic, Halima. How are you this evening, sis? I'm good, and yourself? Awesome, awesome. I miss, I miss your voice. I miss your voice. I really did. I'm glad that you <laughs> <I know. laughs> were able to call so in. Lately. Yes, yes. And I want to just highlight some things because I think that um, I didn't get a chance to really share some of Maya Angelou's story, but I know that um, she was an author, poet, and civil rights activist, a dancer, and a waitress. So there's anything she went through. Give us some about, about um, BBMIC, Salima, and how vital is this to us right now? We got to get back to helping each other, and I know that you're all about that right now. So give us a, a brief, you know, synopsis about what you're doing right now. Well, I mean, it, it definitely ties into to what we're doing, especially as I know everyone sees and feels the temperature with us as women rising. And I don't think, I think Malcolm X said a quote. He said that we will never be, and forgive me, I'm not saying it verbatim, but he was just saying that we'll never be to where we really need to be as a people, especially men, until we respect our women. Women have to be as a head and as a, as known as equal people because, to be honest, nothing in this world, not just this country, nothing in this world will ever mm. be done right until a woman puts her stamp on it. Men have the strength, but real in naturality, we have the brains. And until we learn to work together, that's the only way that we'll come to a whole complete united force to be reckoned with. All of our great leaders, if you look at every great leader we had, especially at being a man, you knew that behind the scenes it was a woman putting things together, which is so great in our time right now because now the women wow. get to come from behind the scenes. Now we get to be, you know what I mean, in our rightful place of being able to lead ourselves. So if wow. we think of really, you know, as far as BBMIC, we want to make sure that we put that equal money time and attention into our girls just as we do our boys. Because guess who has to have and raise men? Women. Yes, we have to raise them. We have to, we have to do the right things by our men and by our sons and by our daughters. And I know you're about family. So get, tell them what BBMIC means and what the, what the work is as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Halima. BBMIC BBMIC stands for Buy Black Movement Investment Company. And basically what we're doing and what we're all about is creating and building an economic system for us, by us. 
We're as though everything that we produce with the BBMIC logo, a percentage of everything you see that logo goes into our community, whether it's for our schools, whether it's for paying off our homes, whether it's for wow. proposals that the money needs to get put into so we can, you know, create our own Gucci's and our own designer brands where we don't have to be disrespected by other brands and still support right. them. So that's, that's right. Exactly. So that is what, you know, BBMIT is on right now. And the, the, the sad part about it is the hardest part is uniting us. It's not even the money, Joy. It's really yes. uniting us and trying to change mindset. Yes. Wow. So that's a, that's a work. I see you guys are also having a monthly meetings and you're having uh, breakfast, also like business meeting, networking events as well. Yes. Yes, but they're 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 closed meetings because right now we're in the building stage. And if we, okay. we take anything from our ancestors, we have to be very strategic in who we let into okay. these meetings because yes. at the end of the day, yes. you know what I mean. This is not something the powers that be want to see get up and running. So we have to not only be uh, watch out for them, but we have to watch out even for our own infiltrating the system because we've ran into that already too. Sad reality. Wow, that's a sad reality. It is because they look at it like probably they're, they're about money and just coming for the money aspect and not for the unity aspect. Where we got to do that for the whole community. That word is in and there for a reason. Worse, or uh -huh. even worse, being, being the eyes and ears of the people that don't want this to happen. That's 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 the biggest ah. obstacle that we're having. Yes, it's it's really crazy that you would think in 2019 that. This wouldn't even be a thing. No, this is still, it's like we're still back in 1960, 1860, oh where though, nope, y'all will not have your own economic system. That's so sad that I hear you say that, but we got to think about that because it's so true. It is, but it's so sad we have people that have, okay, that have money that they put it back in the community, but they don't, sometimes you don't always see it. Well, and then you have those that are always backing them up with their money, so it's still kind of like, uh, 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 what I want to call it, I want to call it ulterior motive, maybe? Exactly. Is that what I'm looking at the right thing? Ulterior motive that they have? Exactly. That you can't go but so far? This is the, the keep you still, kind of exactly. keep you down, maybe? But, but this is why the show you're doing tonight is so relevant with highlighting the women. Because, see, in all through history, that is what has been missing. So why I'm so optimistic and I'm so excited and I so know, God willing, that this will happen is because we yes. have a lot of women stepping up to the plate now. Whereas though in certain times we not only wasn't allowed to, but we couldn't even mm -hmm. afford to. But now we are definitely, as women, are stepping up to the plate. And there's some wow. fair women like the Maya Angelos out there who, guess what, they're not taking no for an answer. You know what I, I know that they're they're rising up. So you didn't you didn't actually say what the BBMIC means. I was still waiting for you to do that. Um, oh, I didn't. I, oh, buy Black BBMIC MIC, buy buy Black Movement Investment Company. You did say that. Okay, I got it. I want to make sure everybody got that too. And I'm looking at it right now. So this is a global move. So how many how many cities are you in right now that you're doing this movement? We're in right now. We're still in Atlanta, New York, and Philadelphia. But we are in okay. talks with people in Nashville, we're in talks with people in Chicago, and we're in talks with people in Charlotte, North okay. Carolina. So 
Yes, trying okay. to get other cities okay. to, you know, get on board so we can do this simultaneously all together. Because as I, one of my favorite statements is kind of took it from a rap song, but it's so true that VBMIC is a movement by ourselves, but we are an unstoppable force when we are all together. I like it. I like it. That is wonderful. I like it. Alima, you're still doing great things. Um, children, how, do, how are the children involved with the BBMIC movement? Children. Oh, the, 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 the children are one of the biggest, you know, aspects of this business because those are the ones we are preparing to pass this baton to. So we deal with a lot of the high school students and a lot of – one of the things we're doing now is reaching out to a lot of the HBCUs because we realize the reason they go to these HBCUs, not only just to learn their history, but to make real change with knowing that history. So these are mm. the people, the, the youth that we want to pass off these businesses to. So when we accumulate the money through the sales of our products, whether it be apparel or our household goods, which we're still working on, but that money goes to the youth. So when they come and they have a great idea, that can take us to the next level, guess what? We ain't got to send them to no bank that's going to turn them down. They can come right on home. We give them that money in exchange for still just upping and building our community. It won't be just based on an entrance or a money-back thing. It'll be based more on how many jobs will this create, what level will this take us to, can this go to each city that BBMIC is working in so that we can bring more people on board. And who are the innovators of the world? The children. We, we start wow. this off, but they are the ones that's going to take this to the level where it needs to be. And as far as even with products, which we're looking for warehouse space now because we want to produce our own products, and we have some of the people that make it. They will be the trainers, and especially as the summertime will be approaching us, we'll get a lot of mm-hmm. these high school students and employ them where they can be making the product. Awesome. That's awesome. I, I see a great, a great work in the horizons. I hope that more people can get on board. I know you guys are very selective, which you have to be, and I do understand, as you mentioned about the infiltrators. So, so therefore, you know, just keep me abreast and our team abreast of what's going on with you guys so we can be a part some kind of way Definitely. to, um, you know, make sure that the word gets out because it's very important that we stick together. It definitely is. Definitely, and, um, definitely. And if it's that, any people that's on the line, you know, are, we're on all of the social media platforms. It is a couple pages that's out there because it's, you know, different people that run different pages, at, but most of them are at bbm.ic. And if anyone is interested in, you know, coming on board or knowing what we're all about or have any leads or have anything that, you know, they want to, bring to the table as far as helping build this economic system, they can email anytime at bbmicbu for you the number four, the number for you at Gmail. And, you know what I mean, we, we get back in touch with people. And as the people, you know, come on board, this thing just gets bigger and better. Every single time. I love it. I love it. And I know I'm looking for, like I said, more great things. I see the work. It need, it's, it's a necessary work, especially for the economics and financial aspect of it. And I know that it's going to be a great work coming, coming to pass. And you're already spreading out, which is good. But we definitely want to continue to move more concretely here in Philadelphia. I want to see more of what y'all doing, definitely. So 
I do. Thank you. Appreciate you, darling. Yes. Any more last words you want to say, Halima, about the work? And this is going to be no, the um, calling. I just want to appreciate you guys for having, you know, these platforms where we can get together. You know, thank God for technology where you don't need, you know, yes. always need the big head <laughs> to put you on. <laughs> Certain stuff like this we need for our own communities because if you look on any news media, they're never going to give us anything that attributes to us, how anything affects us how anything has to do with us. So we need to build our own platform where so we can discuss our own problems, our own solutions, and you know what I mean, work together as a unit to make things happen for our community. So I just want to thank On Point Radio for being one of those avenues that, you know what I mean, helps our community. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you as well. And then if you want to get back on a little bit, i got one more guest to come on right now. She actually is, and she has a mentorship program. You may want to hear about this, Halima, because um, it's my dear neighbor. She's always there for me. I really appreciate her so much. And um, I'm hoping that um, you guys could even get together and probably do something because I think it would be a great work, like the mentorship aspect of that um, program yeah, that she me. has. I'll stay on the line. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, wow. That's awesome. True. I'm so excited that you got in. So this is DJ Philly Joy. People still call in 605-562-0444. We are highlighting our, our women entrepreneurs tonight. We are also talking about people that were in the past. And I did, uh, my person of, of interest tonight is Maya Angelou. If you were on earlier, you heard her, her uh, poem, Phenomenal Woman, which was definitely great. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I am highlighting some women of interest. I did say, I mentioned about Ophel Winfrey. There's one person I want to mention. She's a doctor, and her, her name is May C. Jameson. Look her up. She's a doctor. She's an astronaut. So look her up and find out about her life, too, as well. She was born in 1956. She's just almost my age. Hey. So <laughs> a lot of things going on in this world. We don't know people past, present, and future are doing great, great things. Oh, my dear sister Brown, are you in on the radio online right now? I'm hoping that you got in. Welcome. This is DJ Philly Joy, our next caller. All right. Did she start? I don't, I okay. don't see the caller. You see, I push star two. 215. Push, two, push, push star two. Yeah, please push star two. Um, 215-424 is the number. 215-424. Yes, hey, your caller. Uh, hey, Joyce, can you hear me? I got you. Thank you. Thank you for calling yes. in tonight. I appreciate you. You know I always hey. do. Yes, yes, definitely, yes, definitely. yes. It's always a pleasure. How are you? I'm wonderful, and I'm just I'm so excited to to highlight our women tonight in this struggle because we are all struggling to fulfill our purpose and our excellence, things that our Creator put in us. So tell us about tell us who you are, and tell us about your work that you're doing with the young women. Yes, so my name is Aquila Brown, and I'm the CEO and founder of Know Your Worth Girls Inc. Basically, we're a 501c3 mentoring program for at-risk girls ages 8 to 17. We're located in the West Philly area. And what we do is we basically promote empowerment, self-love, youth entrepreneurship, community service, and enrichment via travel both domestically and internationally, just to kind of like teach the girls that is so much more out there beyond where they're from. So uh, just a few, I'm going to give you a few, you know, um, laser focuses of what we teach at our program. Basically, we, you know, teach our girls about uh, personal hygiene, self-awareness, etiquette, money management, team building, leadership skills, 
and basically how to foster a healthier living lifestyle. So um, we just started in January. Yeah, we started January 5th. (laughs) So right now our goal was to actually recruit 25 girls, and we have 20 girls already. So I'm I'm definitely excited for the movement. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm clapping something, back here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's just, I think it's, it's like, real personal for me because um, I've always wanted to do this, like, for a long time. I think, you know, um, it's very important for young girls to really know their worth. I didn't know mine until I was in, like, my early, mid-20s. So it took me a long time to really get to know who I was. I was always living for other people and doing things for other people. So one of my um, goals were, because I had, you know, a daughter at 18, I said, you know what, I'm going to get to know who I am so that I could teach her who she can be, you know, in this world. And moving forward, um, just with me launching this program, it's just been amazing um, just to see the girls, you know, so active and happy to be able to come to the program on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and they look forward to it. And I always tell them, you know, um, they go to school every day. But it's, it's different than school. Like, we teach them education, but we educate them on life skills. Life, you get what I'm yes. saying? Things, yes. Yeah, things that they don't teach in school, money management, time management. That's important. They don't teach us that. So, you know, we just try to, you know, offer something different but in a fun way so that they can enjoy themselves as well. I'm definitely yes, excited yes. about it. I am excited about that. And, um, People don't actually know, too, that you are a momager for your girls as well. Can you just give them a little brief? You don't have to be so detailed, but what project are you working with your girls now for for your daughter, who is, I think she's 15 now, and she has her own business? Yes, yes. So um, my daughter, um, she's 15, and I have a 9-year-old, and they both um, have a clothing line called Aliyah B. And basically right now I manage them. They're in the process of having their first self-published fashion show on March 10th. So, of course, you will be our active DJ in the building. (laughs) I'm so excited (laughs) for that, definitely. But, yeah, um, they're doing great things. Um, Their brand is basically instilled off of youth empowerment. I mean, because it's more so like a lifestyle. It's not just about them, you know, being designers. Like my youngest, she's a 9-year-old. She models as well. And my oldest, she takes that designer role. But they also have like a web series called Young Intelligent Black Entrepreneurs where they're able to promote youth, you know, entrepreneurs within the Philadelphia area to inspire other kids to do great things. So it's, yes. it's like I said, it's more like a, it's a lifestyle. It's not just about, you know, one thing, and I teach them that. So I'm excited to be a part of that too. <laughs> well, I'm just so happy that you're on the line and there's so much so much greatness instilled in you. And you are also writing a book. Can you talk about your book? Yeah, so actually, <laughs> look, you, you threw that one in there, huh? Uh-huh. So, okay. All your greatness is to the come out. Is, All your greatness. <laughs> right. So the thing is, um, I've, I've always loved writing. Um, writing was one of my favorite subjects in school. And um, at the age of 12, I lost my grandma. Um, I was raised by her. She was, you know, like my mom. And, you know, um, it really, you know, traumatized me. And... 
one of the things I wanted to do was just, you know, jot down my feelings so that I can possibly, you know, empower a young lady or a young man that was going through the same thing I was going through back then when I was 12. So it's, it's more so of, you know, just dealing with grief and learning how to get through it and, and empowering you young kids to, to know that they're not alone. So, you know, I, I can't give you any deadlines as far as when it will be out, That's but okay. it will be coming this year. It will That's be coming okay. this year, and I'm excited to introduce it, and I will definitely be back on your show to let you know more details in the future. Okay. But, yeah, Did that's something I'm definitely excited for. Did you give your book a title yet, or are you waiting to, to, to finish it before you title it? So I have a title, but <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to give you – no, I'm, I'm going to wait. No, Under wrap. Wait. Under wrap. surprise. No problem. <laughs> it's a surprise. No problem. No problem. I don't have a yeah. problem with that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But now – if I gave you a little tidbit about Maya Angelou's life, I want you just to share a little bit more about your life um, that brings you to the point you are right now. You know, Maya Angelou's not really her real name. She was born Marguerite Johnson in St. Louis, Missouri. She had a father and mother separated when she was a young girl, and then she moved to Arkansas with her grandmother. A little bit, probably, your grandmother was very instrumental in your life. Um, the same with her, okay? But her and her brother moved with their grandmother back in the day. Um, we had a we had a we had a system back then. I, I remember this when I was growing up that we as a people we helped each other. I can remember yeah. if you moved in a, up to, a, to to the north, they say the north from down south. You could live in a person's house. There was no big deal. You you slept on the couch. You put a, a pallet down on the living room floor in the kitchen, wherever you could take a, and have a place to sleep at night. Everybody had their their responsibilities and their work, and they worked together to. The next person got on their feet. They helped each other get on their feet. We got a lot of, right. I guess sometimes I think about that more that me, myself, and my mentality. But for you to give like you're giving to these young women, I think is so, so great because they need someone in their life. Some may not have that mother that takes been, been some. Maybe they do. They're there. But when you talk about how you're building on the days you had them and it's different than going to school, it's still like, believe it or not, like, mom, you're there. You're encouraging them. You're edifying. You're building them up. And, you know, build them up to womanhood, and that's a blessing, you know. So in your empowerment, in your empowerment, I know they, they, they see family because you have a family. You have other yes. siblings, other children as well. Um, the other thing I want to say, too, just share some about your, your, your life before you got to the point where you are now, if you don't mind, if you, if you want to share some no, of your struggles No, no, that's as well. fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So basically, like I told you before, um, I was raised by my grandma. My mom was, you know, on drugs, and she wasn't able to take care of me. So, you know, grandma raised me. And in grandma's house, it was it was definitely uh, family-oriented. We actually was raised not too far from um, Broughton Island. It was, I don't know, I think it was different growing up because, you know, we sat at the dinner table, and we ate every night, and on Saturdays we went to, do chores, and we went to church on Sundays and choir practice with Grandma on Wednesdays. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had that family light instilled in me. Um, I think mm-hmm. once Grandma passed at 13, you know, I was kind of struggling. Um, you know, I started having sex. Um, you know, I started uh, smoking marijuana, you know, different things like that. I got raped growing up. Um you know, just by an older man and, and my brother's friend, you know, just little things like that, you know. And I think, like I said, when I had my daughter at 19, 
I was like, listen, I'm not going to allow my past to define yes. who I am today. Because even within my family, like, it's like about three of us. My grandmom had eight kids, and, you know, of course they had a lot of kids. But it's really only three of us that kind of, like, made it out and, and didn't Me. allow our wow. past to define who we are. And my thing was, I listen, I was always a hustler since I was eight. I remember walking down the, the uh, <laughs> driveway <laughs> just by myself. Look, I see Mr. Rob on the corner washing cars. You know, and I'm like, Mr. Rob, what can I do? <laughs> and he would pay me. He would pay me a couple dollars and, and allow me to vacuum the cars. When I was in fifth grade, I used to, yeah, when I was in fifth grade, I used to take a little girl to school every morning, and every Friday I would get paid $20. You know, um, awesome. 15, 15 years old, that's when I first got my first official check working in a nursing home. So I've always had, like, a hustler mentality, and I've always wanted to do different than, you know, with my mom, you know, kind of, like, showed me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know what yeah. grandma taught me. So it was like, listen, I seen grandma, listen, grandma raised all of her eight kids' first grandkids, like, in one house. So grandma wow. didn't have time to really do anything. You know what I'm saying? So just growing up and seeing how strong she was and independent, listen, I was, listen, I was like, I want to be like my grandma when I grow up. You want to be I'm strong. And, be you, like and you are. And you are. Yes. I want to I definitely give you your kudos. You are. I am in awe of the things that you are accomplishing and continue to accomplish, and you're my neighbor, but I love you dearly. I thank you for being a part of my life, and I do respect everything that you're doing, and I, I'm just excited to be a part of it as your house DJ. I, <laughs> I'm yes, talking, definitely. I, I appreciate we, <laughs> we advocate. I know that there's a lot of different things that have put our women down, but we advocate for clean music, and I know that that's what we expect. So, and also clean living. Just bottom line yeah. is, I want to spend, one of the things my Angel talked about in her life is that you have to have that secret place, but you have to have some place people don't touch, but you, that, that, that's your clean place. You don't let nobody get into that place. That's your clean place. You don't let any kind of negativity in there. You don't let any kind of people that's trying to tear you down in there. Nothing. That's your place right. that you find your, your soulace, your serenity. And that's very important. You know, and I think that, you know, all that you've been through, you, you are a wonderful role model and example to the women that you, young ladies that you are mentoring and that you chose to do. I'm glad that you chose to do that work. I'm yes. so glad you chose to do yes. that work. Yes. I think it was, a, a lot. it was in my destiny. <laughs> yes. It was called yes. me. It said I need to give yes. back. I need to teach these little girls to be better than what I was growing up. So that was always wow. my goal. Well, there's a reason. There's a reason. And I want to thank, as I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And also talk about people. Tell us how we can find you, um, your daughters, too, as well, and yourself. Um, if you go to the event page, put it on the event page if you, don't, if you want to, if you have time. Um, I know you yeah. have a certain, you know, criteria that you get rest. Uh, Halima's on the line. She's on BBMIC, and she does a great work, too, as well. So if you see her uh, yes. post on the line, too, she does work down um, in the West Philadelphia area. But I think that she's um, – She's also, um, she said New York, as well as, she can get back on the tell me because I have to remember. Yes. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. So, yes, I'm definitely Nashville. looking forward. Listen, <laughs> I'm looking forward to linking up with Halima. I, I listen to her. She definitely sounds so inspiring, and I can't wait to meet her. So I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know, um, click on Facebook to get her information. But um, right. where you can find me at, to follow us on um Instagram and Facebook, 
It's at KYW Girls. Just KYW Girls. You can find us on Instagram. As far as my daughters, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook as well at Aliyah B. Um, dot girls. So it's A L L A I Y A H B. Dot girls. But I'll, like I said, I'll link it up in the Facebook so that you guys can have it on hand. But I definitely appreciate you allowing me to come grace <laughs> the mic <laughs> for well, a few anytime. moments. I, I definitely anytime. appreciate you, man. Anytime. You, you are our present, our present entrepreneur, accomplishers, motivators, innovators, and not, I just have to say, give you a clue, you are a great woman, and I appreciate you so much, and you're doing great it. things, and keep on doing what Thank you're you doing, so. okay, sis? All right, yes, you can hang in there for a little I while if you want will. to, if you have time, and uh, Halima it, um, can get back on, or my next guest can chime in if they're there. DJ Chill, another guest on. Star 2, people, if you called in, you, have a, you want to talk about some phenomenal woman in your life, I want to let you know something, first of all. Just because a woman has been to college, that's wonderful. But there are a lot of women that are just everyday mothers and homemakers. And as she mentioned about grandmom having her own children, but she even she raised her children's children. That is such a thing that's happening even still more today as well because people have gotten to um, with addictions and different things like that. So women have taken a lot, a lot of burden and struggles on themselves where they may not even have a husband in their life or a man in their life, but they've taken on other people's children, other families' children members because they're, they're on drugs, things like, things like that have happened. So kudos to the women that are doing great things and are reaching out to uh, their families as well. So DJ Till, um, you ready? You want to say something to the ladies and to about the topic and the subject tonight? Sure enough, because of the fact that you're talking about women, shoot, you know, women have women's lips. Don't they have that thing? Say it again. Don't women have women's lips? Women's lips? Well, that's a, that might be a different women's movement, lips. but we're talking, we're talking about women's empowerment. Yeah. So Not that, the liberation, liberation aspect of that. The women out here nowadays, some of them are so bright that they need to be elevated to another platform. The other ones need to learn from the ones that's elevated to another platform. Because certain women out here fall short with control features. And what you're doing right now is a really good blessing to all the women that's actually paying attention that want to grow up to learn how to be um, exalted the right way. Because right now this is such a beautiful show, and you are just, oh, my gosh. And I can't wait for the essence to even be a blossom to the other people that's listening that's going to learn more about all the creative women in the past Hopefully, we got some in our future. Because I just want to listen right now. You, girl, you better stop playing with me. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying this show. And our guests have been on before. I have highlighted them before. But I think that when I deal with the present and the future, I think that these women that came on tonight, Halima, and also my dear sister Brown, she, they are women that are doing innovative things right now and into the future that's helping our next generation to be raised appropriately, and I think that's what needs to be highlighted. Um, and also, they, they, I, can, I can see, touch, and feel them. 
But there are other people that are across the nation, I'm sure, that are doing great things as works as they are. So the highlight, Maya Angelou's life, a little bit more, people, if you were on earlier, I did play her piece, um, Phenomenal Woman. Just to give more about her life, um, how she talked about her life, her brother's life, he nicknamed her Maya. He's the one that called her Maya. Her grandmother taught her how to celebrate life to the fullest. My mom, just to give a little um, part of that for my life to bring it more personal, my mom is 92 and still living, and she always says, live each day like it's your last, your last, your last. And she talks about how we like to, to treat people as well. Even though she may get upset a little bit of time, she always still knows how, how, how manners is so important, manners, please and thank you. We've lost some things where people say, when they say, I'm sorry, they say, my bad. It's like, okay, my bad came out years ago, but I wouldn't let my children do that. So you need to confront those negativity things inside of you that causes you to treat people wrong. And it's the enemy. It's the, the forces that be in the nature of the world, how we are raised, and that same me, myself, and our mentality, um, I get you for you get me type of thing, it needs to stop. But I think that we raise, women are being raised right now to, learn, to love and to be mentored and to be more empowering powering and nurturing, I believe we will, we will hit a home run on raising our young men too more appropriately and our young women more appropriately so that we have a new generation to come forth that care. So back to the grandmother thing. Um, she began to keep, she kept her grandma's positive image through her life because she went through different struggles. When she was seven years old, she was molested by her mother's boyfriend, okay? Only her brother knew. And two days later, the boyfriend the mother's boyfriend was killed. Nobody knows, I guess, how or whatever. But Maya Angelou believes her words is what got that boyfriend killed. So she didn't talk for five and a half years, not until she's like 13 years old. She didn't talk. She refused to speak. She could speak, but she refused to speak. Wow. This is a great story about her because if you know anything about her life, how she, what she came through, all the things she came through, she won a scholarship to go to school for dance and acting. She dropped out of school when she was, I think, 17, 17, had a baby. She was the first black cable car driver in San Francisco. Um, but the life that she, when she raised her son, she was a waitress and a dancer. She was a cook. All the things that encompasses a woman. She also became a civil rights leader. So there's a lot we don't always know about her. She stood with Malcolm X until he got assassinated. So there's things, more things about her you don't know. But I want to just also give a clip of her life before the next person comes on the line. You can start, too, if you've got something you want to say about the life of Maya Angelou. Just give a little bit about her. i got more things to share about her because about her book and about her life, about what she's done. And then, you know, her age as far as just being here and being an example to the women, all that she's been through. And they showed show the picture of her when she was a dancer with that beautiful body that she had. That's a woman. That's phenomenal as a woman, and I can appreciate being a woman. I love being a woman. So here we go. This is Maya Angelou, and this is Still Our Rise. Take me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. <laughs> Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. 
Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness affect you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness, but just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. <laughs> Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. <laughs> Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slaves. And so. <laughs> that, was that was my Angelo, and that was still I rise. I really enjoyed it. I hope you really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. And now I'm going to play for you, Andrea Day, for the next caller comes on. Star 2, you guys, and this is Andrea Day. Rise up. You're broken down, I tired of living life on the merry-go-round. You can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we're going to walk it out. Ooh, we gon' walk it out. Ooh, all day. And I rise up, I rise like the day. I rise up, I rise unafraid. I rise up, and I do it a thousand times again. And I rise up, I like the waves, I rise up, in spite of the ache, I rise up, and I do it a thousand times again. The silence is a quiet, and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe. And I know you feel like I am, but I promise we'll take the world to its feet. Ooh, okay, bring it to its feet. And I rise up, I rise like the day, I rise up, I rise on a 
that we have each other. Never that we have each other. And we will rise. Andrea Day, rise up. I really hope y'all enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed the guests that came on the line already. I just got a little text from one of my guests that can't make it tonight. I was going to have Chanel Holland come on. She is the owner and CEO of the Chocolate Ballerinas. She's been on before. We actually did a, a live show with her, and she said she would stop through on tonight to give a little synopsis of what she's doing. You can find her on um Instagram and Facebook, Chocolate Ball, just put in Chocolate Ballerina, she'll come right up, and you can also highlight what she's doing as well, all right? And I know that many of you are out there, so I appreciate you guys for listening on tonight. If you want to get in on the conversation for Joyce Hope tonight, you can dial 605-562-0444, put the caller ID code in, 146-277-POUND. One pound as you listen, and start to to compensate for the next caller to come on in and to share their, you want to share your favorite woman in your life. It could be your mother. And bottom line is um, I'm always thinking sometimes that a lot of times it is people's mothers. My mother's very important in my life. We had our struggles, but I tell you, I've learned a lot from her life and her struggles because she was a sharecropper's daughter. So she saw a lot of change in her 92 years of being here, a lot of change. My mom was married four times. When people say, she's married four times. Yeah. Her first husband, she was married when she was 16. And she left from that husband because he was very abusive. Because he was a 16-year-old and had a child. She was, he was very abusive to her. And so she came up to the north. They were living down south. And then she met my dad and had four sons and a daughter. 21 years, if not more, married. My dad died in a bad car accident, but my mom struggled with that because tell the story, on the morning that my father died, the night that he died, but the morning that he died, they had a real bad argument. And a lot of people say, I heard this because I was only eight years old at the time, and the background is in my head still, that she said, it would be better off if one of us were dead. And that night, they made up. But my dad never got home 
because of the car accident and the steel went in his chest. And there was a lawsuit for the city, city of Philadelphia because uh, the steering went in his chest, but the, the, those lights that they had for the trolley cars was not working appropriately. And he ran into the, the, the um, trolley car island way. So my mom struggled with that for years and years. And if you guys know anything about people going through depression and going through um, functional depression because she had two jobs and she worked those jobs and still we never went hungry, took care of a family, okay? This is the life of a woman, struggles that they go through, still made sure that her children ate every day and had a roof over their head, paid her bills like she should have paid her bills, things like that. But then you bring different people into the household that shouldn't be around your young daughter. And I told my mother, I said, Mom, you don't know how to raise no girl. I told her that when I got older. You didn't know how to raise a girl. You have four boys. You didn't know how to raise a girl. <laughs> she laughed. And uh, after the broom and shoe and the plate was chasing you, chasing, you, <laughs> chasing you around the table, it was funny at the time. Now it's funny, but it wasn't funny then. <laughs> so, you know, even through my struggles of being um, molested and different things like that, we all still come and we rise up. We don't let those things define us. Like I can relate to my Angela's life, and but I'm still working on creating where, and I'm still progressing forward in my purpose where I should be. And I think I met I met a lot of great people. I meet a lot of great people that are that are that are encouraging me to be transparent, share my story, and also to continue to rise up in this day and age. And then we have another, another caller on the line, uh, DJ Chill. Did that caller come in? I have one person I heard come in. But if you're online, you want to talk, you can just push star two, get into the conversation. You are so welcome to get into the conversation and share. How you doing? Um, oh, right, who am I speaking to? <laughs> whole lot of joy out here. Oh, you know what? I got a name for you. I'm going to give everybody all your names because now you got a whole lot of pictures online now. You got pictures that ain't you, but it's okay. I understand. <laughs> I do understand. Well, all, my so, names are, all, all my names are my gears. Okay. Oh, that's, you know what? That's right. Talk, give me all your names. Let's go. I'm going to highlight you for all, a second. My, you, got, you got one minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Black teasing. Black Einstein. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. My name, all my gears. You know, you know I tease you, but thank you. You are the best supporter ever. I tell you, call in every show. You have something that you want to talk about on tonight to share about women about your experience, maybe about, I don't know, family, uh, about what you think about women as far as an issue or good things. What do you want to do tonight, Mr. Automatic Charismatic? I got you. Um, I, I really, uh, I was calling to uh, support. Um, I really think that the best of us are, uh, come through uh, challenges um, and um, everything uh, takes you to a job. Hold on, Automatic. Hold on. DJ Phil back in. Hello? All right. All right, Mr. Automatic. Go ahead. We're back. Everything takes you to a journey. Everything is like a life lesson. So. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So your appreciation for women has stemmed from, or your struggles with women has stemmed from? Yeah, strength. Their strength? Um, You appreciate women's women's strength? Admiration. Well, I admire the strength. I admire the... uh, Women are, uh, well, 
they have to be strong because they're nurturers. Um, so as long as they, and so that means that they are able to, um, even the struggle, they're able to keep a whole lot, a whole lot in. Uh, as far as uh, being educated, um, you know, nurturing, you just, you take a lot in. You do. You do. Take a lot of, lot of punishment sometimes because you don't, you deny yourself because of the nurturing aspect a lot of times too. You know that, right? Yeah. Like I, I have, I have, like I heard about. Yeah, like I heard, I heard my my dear sister next door. Her her grandmother raised eight uh, grandchildren. I mean, that's that's a lot. She had her own children, a lot of children. She raised others' children. That's a lot of responsibility. You know, you think about that. And I mean, people want to go on vacation now. They want the girls' trips and everything else and all that kind of stuff. I think we're we're, we're losing some more sight about the family. Though family is definitely sacrificed. You still can do the trips. With the family, not always about the girl, but do your girl trips maybe once or twice a, a year. But family is what we need to really begin to build more on, and women need to get back to that. That's you know, I believe that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that too. That too, yeah. really. That is the village part, and I know we need to. We need to. How, how do we? How do we get back to that again? We mentioned something before about the men with the responsibility, women. Um, coming together and really being strong women. again. Men and women take on different responsibilities within the family. Um, as it, of course, men are the protectors. And, and when it comes to protectors, um, they protect, uh, uh, um, they protect the woman against anything. Protect the family against anything. Protect against negativity. Protect against, uh, um, as far as like uh, you know, any type of downfall. Man is said to uh, protect. You know, mm-hmm. so those are the uh, following roads, and uh, if that nurture is not protected, then have something that uh, then everything is destroyed if that nurturing is not protected. Yeah. So there's a lot of that happening right now. Um, we do want empowerment for when we don't want to lose sight that we want to be, we want to have families and still procreate and still have children to continue to replenish the world, be fruitful and multiply, so to speak, but not in a way where people are being orphaned or abandoned, you know, left on the street. We don't want that. And we definitely don't want this new thing that they got going on now with this abortion stuff. It's really like it burns, it hurts my heart so, so, so sad. I've been going on for a long time, and I just can't imagine a doctor that takes a Hippocratic oath and it does that performs that kind of procedure. So, I mean, I, I want to get off the topic, yeah. but women, but yes. That, um, I, I'm glad you brought that up, though. Do, do, do black people know what that agenda was when – Planned Parenthood was uh, created. Oh yeah, they caused they cause us to be less. Oh, of course. I'm sure they they know now. If they didn't know before. They know now. But well, it has. Well, it has... Margaret Singer, she said mm-hmm. that um, how uh, what she thought about black people. 
how uh, she was trying to get rid. She was trying to bless the um, population of black people. She felt like black people need to be um, exterminated. Wow. That's, that's, I mean, that's, so when people when people talk about I'm pro choice, I'm pro choice. Do you really know what you are? You pro choice for? Are you pro choice for Margaret Singer, the one who created Planned Parenthood to destroy us? That's your choice. Wow. That, yeah. Is that like a how, how can we be a pro choice when when the agenda? was depopulate uh, uh, us. Well, it has been very successful because we used to be, we used to be, um, I just was reading an article I saw it on TV, I'm not really sure which one now, but we were, we were used to be second after uh, other races, uh, but now we're third after the Hispanics. Hispanics have surpassed us in yeah. Pro, pro, procreating. That's, that's all so we're, now we're, we're third. Yeah, we're third now. So as far as having children, they, they said it's 41 million, 41 million babies have been aborted. That's a lot that's, of people. That's, that's, that's a lot that's of doctors and lawyers and teachers and, you know, phys, uh, it's just, uh, I just, prophets and teachers. It's, it's just like, blows my mind that, uh, that's something that people black advocate people for. Black people have the trap, and, and black, black people have followed the trap of the agenda. Did you see? Black we're coming out though. As second-class citizens, so that's part of black, of black people being created as low-class uh, uh, second. That, that's following. That's following the agenda. All this. Um. So, want to get with what the white folks say? I'm so pro-choice. Pro-choice of what? That we that that black people are not going to grow. That we're going to be extend extension. Well, we're going to we got to do. That's so why we have people that are, that are on the line already that are here now tonight. Um, that have their different organizations, um, Know Your Worth Girls and BBMIC and um, um, Black Ballerinas. And I have my other sister uh, Kay. Came, she didn't come on tonight. But Special Kay, I had invited her to come on. Miss um, T is supposed to come on about her organization. She does networking events, BT, BTW Connection. So we have people that are getting to the point where they're beginning to try to build that unity back together again and not just fall into the trap of what's going on in the world. And do you have a concept, something you want, you want to right. share about the topic tonight before we get to the next caller? Are you say a poem or do you have or you say you have something you want to share tonight? <laughs> you know our topic is about the good news about the struggle with girls and women. <laughs> we are in the struggle together. We are, but we're trying to uplift our women tonight, Mr. Automatic. Do you have anything that goes along with our topic tonight to uplift our women tonight? We need uplifting. All right. You know, I'm, let, me just, let me just say this. I love my black women. I'm going to do a poem about black women because I, uh, you know I'm not married. I picture myself to be married to a black woman. So, taking, uh, I'm going to do a freestyle. I'm not going to make it real long. We're going to take a stand. 
the motherland have echoes to follow, the dream, to build up the self-esteem. If we have the words to make very clear, we can spread our knowledge everywhere. Taking a stand, not being in a trap. Stop taking that nap. Fall through of the view of everything that is going on. It's not something new. We have to choose to not lose. We have to take on all the views. Black woman, your mind must be straight, regulate, infiltrate what will try to take you down. All the knowledge is here, not gathering around. There will be things to try to knock you down, knock you where you need to be, but you can see that you be strengthened. Everything will grab your attention. On the educated with purpose, take a stand. Take a stand when negative names have followed you through. If black people carry those negative names, why is that ever happening or happening now? This is something that we cannot allow. The Nubian setting of a new scene, a new dynasty, a new love, a new choice of a new voice. As long as we never forget the roots of the motherland, we should love and have all love. Black woman, the nurturer, not take a stand. Miss Automatic, Automatic, the local engine, proper and drive. 18 years in. That was awesome. Thank you so much. You you be doing them freestyles like nobody else. I tell you, you got some mad skills when coming to freestyle. And thank you for lifting up the, the women. Really appreciate that as always. Always. Oh, you're welcome. So, all right. Thank you for always supporting too as well. Like I said before, you always support. So. All right. Wow. Hope y'all enjoyed that. My brother, Mr. Automatic. How can we find you more of you again, Mr. Automatic? How can we find you on online? Um, I uh, well, I'm I'm an inventor, and uh, a formula. That's one of my gears. A Black Einstein. Um, formula seven one three zero. That's coming out. Uh, I am. Uh, the creator of the One Boss Movement and L Dynasty uh, Shepherd uh, on my website, uh, and I, the web designer for um, Lucky Glass Entertainment. I'm the owner of Viper Network, uh, and uh, I uh, have so many pages. I'm just going to name a few pages that I have. One is Black Education Matters and Cover the Truth. The other, um, I have one called Civil Rights Movement, Black Lives Matter. I have another one uh, called All the Way Black, a Black Business Journal, um, Black Messiah. I have so many other ones not uh, about uh, the cultures. Uh, I have ones about cards, too. Um, I spread out everything, and uh, 
You can find me as Larry Shepard. You can find me as Larry, uh, Mr. A.C. Viper Shepard, Larry uh, Auto Charisma. You know, so I'm 10 years in, and, you know, you can find me. All right. Well, I appreciate you so much. Not going not gonna to stop appreciating you. You want to hang in there. You can maybe say something else if you want to at the end. I've got a couple more things to say about Maya Angelou and her life, and then I'm going to get Mr. On Point to get on and to give his topic, this part he want to share about women. I want to finish up Maya Angelou because I don't want to just leave her um, as uh, where she was as far as the situation that happened with her brother. I want to bring her up to the time she got married and how her name changed to – she got married. She married a Greek sailor, and the sailor that she married, her name he was Ang- Angeles. I don't know how they let people just pick names back in the day, but you know this is a long time ago. People just pick names, I guess. Names have meaning. Names have meaning, but she was, that was, she was married to a Greek sailor. Name, and names do definitely have meaning. But people would pick different names, and you know a lot of people's names are Smith, Brown, and Johnson. Her name was Johnson back in the day. But now Maya Angelou, her brother, her brother took nickname, nicknamed her Maya, and then she married a man named Angelus. But after that, she, um, they didn't stay together long. She kept her name, Maya Angelou, and she be- started her singing career, and she became, um, on the stage play, Porgy and Bess. Back in 1957, she had her first album called Calypso Lady. You know, she wanted to study, she moved to Harlem and study more about writing. She, wanted, she knew she was always loved to write, always wrote poems and things like that, so she wanted to get more into her writing, so she moved to Harlem. Became an artist and a writer. These things helped her to overcome some of her past things that she went through. You know, going through marriage and everything like that. Um, then she she also was the uh, she had a love interest from South Africa was a, was a um, an activist in South Africa. Don't ask how to say his name. <laughs> Don't ask how to say his name because I'm not gonna be able to say it. But she has a stamp that her her picture's on and got from Ghana. I saw her picture on the stamp when I did this article. She moved back here from, from where she lived in South Africa. She came back to be a part of uh, Malcolm X's, um, his work as American, African-American unity. And then he was shortly after that, she came back, he was, he was assassinated. And then MLK was assassinated, she kind of like took it to heart. But she said she lived a rich life, and she said she wouldn't, like you can't change the thing about your life because it's past, it's past. But all that she grew from it, her travels and her, you know, things that her, her gift made room for her because she became, she, she was on the, um, Bill Clinton, when he became president, she had, he asked her to write a poem at his inaugural um, speech. So she wrote a poem for that. And then she did different shows and acting still up until her 80s. You know, now she's passed away, but she was a professor. Wow. And also, believe it or not, she was a radio show host on XM Radio, uh, Oprah Winfrey's satellite radio station. So there's a lot about Maya. Overcame all of her, her different things she came through. And then there's something I want to share with you. One thing she said about life is about you have to learn how to love. And even all, she, all that she went through with the abuse and with the the, her love losses and things like that, she said, you still have to love because love is liberating. It liberates you from all the fear. It liberates you from all of the negativity and all the suffering that you've been through if you still make room for love. And I definitely love that um, particular saying that she had. And I've listened to some of her uh, YouTube 
the videos that she had on YouTube to talk about her on tonight. And then I have this, I said it was my last selection. If you guys are on the line, we'll have some time to get in before we close out. 605-562-0444. pounds. One pound to get in and start to, to talk. And if you're online, you want to say something else about uh, women or the topic tonight, because there's a lot. We've got to bridge this gap, people. And I think the women I had on, that I had on early are doing that. They're doing just that. They are beginning to mentor the women, the help young ladies, and also building the economic system and the financial system for the future leaders of tomorrow. That is so important. So we're gonna we're not gonna have anything. We got billions of dollars we put into the economy, but we don't we don't show it forth in our communities. Where's the billions of dollars going? It's not coming back to us. Where's it going? And to the school systems in other neighborhoods? I don't see where it's going in our communities. I see in my my neighborhoods. I've been here 52 years. I see the back of people's driveways. Older people have moved out, maybe to nursing homes where they died off. And then their children are living in their homes now. The back of their houses are dilapidated. They don't even paint the back of their houses. Their fences are being torn down. So it's a lot of destruction, deterioration that's going on, but there's no upkeep. We have to still do upkeep. Do I have a caller on the line? Um, oh, Mr. On Point, let me get you in here before we get to the next, the next track and get towards the end. Mr. On Point, you out there tonight? How you doing, brother? Peace, power, and blessings, Queen. Peace, power, and blessings. Um, I don't see any callers out there as of now, but um, uh, you have a caller now. You have a caller now. So I'm going to take this caller, and then I'll, you know, go after the caller. All right. Thank you. Welcome, caller. This is DJ Philly Joy. You are on line with us on Joyce Hope. Thank you for calling in. Who am I speaking to? Oh, no, this is Halima. I just wanted to say I wanted to give a shout-out to you since we were honoring women for being a, <laughs> a avenue to bring all of this type of stuff together. I don't know if you know how important it is because people can't connect and, you know what I mean, make things happen if you don't sometimes have the plug in the middle to bring all those people together. <laughs> so I just want to say right. a nice shout-out to you for, you know, going around because I know it's not an easy job to go around and, collect people and find out people <laughs> just to even bring them together to, you know what I mean, start building. That's true. So kudos and appreciation to you for, you know, putting in the work to make sure that, you know, we can all at least connect and get the ball rolling. Oh, wow. That was, that was, that was cool. That was cool, Halima. I like that. That was cool. Thank you. Gabby, Gabby got a little, uh, little choked up a little bit here. <laughs> you got back no in. Problem. Wow, and then and then also give us your following gift for for BBMIC where people came on the line didn't hear about you and what you do. Um, give us us your um your uh, your website and also your um your following so we have that. Okay. Yeah, we're on all the, um all, on all of the media platforms at BBMIC, just the initials, and the email as well as the website is. B B M I C B U for the number four U at Gmail. And I did hear the other sister on there that does the um mentoring for the young girls. I am so gonna mm-hmm. I went on her page to follow her. I'm definitely gonna get to her because under B B M I C we actually have a nonprofit organization where, you know, that's some of the programs that we 
you know, that we support and that we want to give aid and money wow. and attention to. So we would love to sit down with her and figure out how, you know, eventually, of course, when she build it and get it stabilized here in Philadelphia, but this is what we're working on is making things that work a model and start placing them in other places so that, you know, something like that can get around to our major cities and it can all be ran, you know what I mean, in a certain manner under people that care, not people that's just doing it for a monetary gain. Because if you do things the right way, God gets the blessing of the monetary gain. Your heart just has to be in it. And I definitely felt her heart. So, you know, just big up to that that sister for, you know what I mean, putting that time back in because our girls need it. Our boys need it too. But as women that went through it already and that can come back and, you know, share your experience with people, it's, it's just the most beautiful thing ever. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for shouting her out too as well. Sister Brown, appreciate you. Thank you, Helena. Yeah. Appreciate you too as well. And keep on doing what you're doing. I'm gonna definitely connect with you, you know, off of the radio. Definitely get that moving. And you're gonna she, well, she gonna go on your site too as well because she don't mess around. She does. She'll get back. She'll get with you too. <laughs> definitely. 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 Yes. <laughs> so thank you. All right. We're gonna get Mr. On Point. You back on now? We had Halima come back in to get some kudos and share her love. I appreciate her so much. All right. Are you on point? I'm on. I'm on point. I'm here, Queen. I'm here. Uh, um, all right. Shout out to all of the the callers, uh, Sister Halima and the other young lady uh, who called in. With the the uh, line, I remember. I remember mm-hmm. they were on your show interviewing. Um, yeah, dope, dope. Um, first thing I want to say is shout out to yourself and Tim Mitchell, who is our On Point Three Sixty Mentoring Programs Coordinator. Um, and she and I taught at the same school. Um, for a few years together and started our first after-school program together, and it was called Bridging the Gap. So when I seen that kind of in your topic, I was like, wow, that's dope, you know what I mean, Um, because we had an after-school program when I was a teacher called Bridging the Gap. And um, one of our girls went on the news. She told us she wanted to be a chef. And when I took the early retirement uh, a couple years ago, I seen her on the news uh, I want to say last year, um, wow. in the kitchen, then, you know, learning how to be a chef. You know I mean, so she's actually chasing her dream, and it all starts somewhere. So that thought that she wanted to do it in her head, then coming to our after-school program and us telling her she can do it and to go for it, you know, because everybody laughed at it, took it for a joke, you know what I mean? So that is what we like to do at On Point, you know, radio and at On Point Enterprises, period. So at On Point 360 Mentoring Program, Kim, who's our coordinator, she's still a teacher as well. Um, We have our our school programs where we go into the school and we mentor uh, the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. And she does an excellent job as far as uh, giving the females, students, the representation of what a woman should be. You know what I mean? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, you and I are still building the uh, back the basics 
our workshop for adults, men and women, so that we can get back to how we used to be. You know what I mean? So I want to shout both of y'all out for wanting to be, because you have to want to be, for wanting to be instrumental in the women's lives and movement. You know what I mean? On getting them back on track as well as, we brothers trying to get ourselves on track. You know what I mean? So I wanted to give a shout-out to y'all. Um, and it's funny because I was doing a report with my daughter. And I'm one, I, I, I don't like when I'm taught something and find out later that, you know, it's more to the story than what it was. You know what I mean? Um, so everyone knows Madam C.J. Walker. My daughter had to do a report. Um, she has to do a report every month on something different for that month. So this month was black, a black history person. And we always do somebody black anyway. I don't care what month it is. Black history is 365, 24-7, 365 yes. for me. Um, so we sitting down. We try. We throwing around names. She's like, I want to do Mae Jemison. I'm like, Mae Jemison. I'm like, no, everyone does Mae Jemison. She's like, what about Maya Angelou? I'm like, no, everyone does Maya Angelou. She's like, well, what about her? And we just going back and forth. It's my 12-year-old. So I finally said, yo, we're going to do Marjorie Joyner. She's like, who is that? And um, for those people out there listening right now, if you know the story of Rosa Parks, um, my daughter was telling me, that now they're learning about Claudette Colvin, who was a 15-year-old Rosa Parks nine months before Rosa Parks did what she did. Claudette Colvin did it first. But the NAACP didn't take the case because she was pregnant. If you don't know the story of Claudette Colvin, she was the first person to not give up her seat on the bus um, and uh, where Rosa Parks and them were at at the time. Guess who was Montgomery, Alabama? Um, Her name along with nine other names, was on a civil suit before Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks' name was on there too, but she was it, was, it was like nine people ahead of her who did it before her. Why we learn about her is because she was friends with Dr. King and worked for the NAACP, and she had the right. fair skin and the fair hair. That's the real reason why you learn about Rosa Parks. Claudette Colvin was young, and she was pregnant, so they looked at her as, they judged her pretty much and said people exactly. were going to see you as, you know, being a troublemaker because you're 15 and you're pregnant. So she can't be mm-hmm. tired. That's even more reason for her to be tired. But anyway, right. I got to sidetrack <laughs> a minute. But this, in relation to that, everyone knows Madam C.J. Walker, the first black female millionaire in America um, during the, the slavery days or whatever. Not, not slavery, but after the slavery days or whatever, um, but still during Jim Crow. Um, she had like 200 salons. She had patents for hair care products or whatever, right? Well, it's a lady named Marjorie Joyner who invented, who, who is between her and a lady named Sarah uh, Good, Sarah E. Good, who they're saying was the first black woman to get a patent in this country. So right. it's a discrepancy of who was first, but she's said to be the first as well, right? She built something called the um, permanent wave machine. Mm. And what that did was it looked like a blow dryer with fringes and rods attached. And what it did was it made women's hair stay curled longer or stay laying longer. It was, it was an alternative to putting a straightening comb to it. 
I mean, she built this. She was the first to get a patent for it. However, Madam C.J. Walker, original name, birth name is Sarah Breedlove. Madam C.J. Walker, when I think of a madam, I think of a, a brothel and a, a temptress of the brothel. And that's how I, I'm, I was never, a, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed about saying I'm, I'm not a fan of Madam C.J. Walker. Never was when I learned her story. However, this made me even less of a fan. She, even though Marjorie Joyner, Marjorie Joyner graduated at 16 from beauty school, first to ever do it. Um, she ended up opening up her own salon and marrying, her name was Marjorie Stewart, and she married a man, an orthopedic doctor, whose last name was Joyner. That's how she became Marjorie Stewart Joyner. So she went on to work for Madam C.J. Walker as Madam C.J. Walker's advisor over her 200 salon, right? Madam C.J. Walker got the money from the invention. So although Marjorie Joyner got the patent, Madam C.J. Walker got the money just because she worked for her. Wow. If that ain't pimping, I don't know what pimping is. But this is why, again, you get the hidden story. This is why you learn about Madam C.J. Walker and not Marjorie Joyner. Marjorie Joyner was the first person to uh, 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 help write the laws for beauty school. Mm -hmm. Right? She worked with Eleanor Roosevelt in founding the National Co uh, Congression of Women, Black Women, or, or Women. National Association. I, I forget mm -hmm. what it's called. But I, 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 have, I have it all, you know, written. I do my research, you know what I mean? But um, she had gotten in, in, involved in politics with that. She was an advisor for beauty schools, you know what I mean, um, and, and wrote the laws for the cosmetology uh, of state of Illinois. Um, so, you know, she had a quote, because my daughter also has to put a quote there. And it, her quote was, there is nothing a woman can't do. Men might think they do things all by themselves, but women mm -hmm. is always there guiding them or helping them. My yeah. daughter said that's what sold her on doing this report on her, because she didn't really want to do it. But when she read that quote, she was like, okay, I, I want to do her, right? So at the end of it, she had to tell, you know, in her report, why is this woman important to people? And I'm just going to read a little bit of it, um, of what she All said. Right. She said, so you see, I feel it is important to know about Marjorie Stewart Joyner, especially for women, because women take pride in their hair and sit for hours in salons under machines and don't know who actually, who's actually responsible for it. Many women and men go to school for barbering and cosmetology and don't know the history of the trailblazers. So, and of course, you know, I helped her formulate those words, but for the most part, those, that was her idea. You know what I mean? Right. That is what she said, but I, I gave it the words that, I, because I'm also trying to teach her how to be a good writer. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when they get those, those PSSA tests and all that, writing is critical on those standardized tests. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying yes. to teach her how to be a good writer as well. So, you know, when, when you said you were doing this show, I couldn't wait because I wanted to put that information out there about Marjorie Joyner, you know what I mean, who's actually so instrumental. I wonder if people in cosmetology school learn about her. 
because I've seen Madam C.J. Walker in many different type of books, but never seen this lady's name. And she was very instrumental in the cosmetology and beautician. When, her, when she was young, she worked at her or worked or went to her dad's barbershop and was doing nails. You see what I'm saying? So when yeah. black women are, when, when we go to these Asian shops and stuff like that, now I'm looking at it. I always looked at it like they're capitalizing off of it, but now I'm looking at it like, damn, we did mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did that. And we done lost another one. Anything we do, our credit gets overshadowed because we stop at some point. So, well, we and I, I firmly believe if we're going to get back on track, you and I always say that. It's going to have to start with the woman because she mm-hmm. is the original and authentic nurturer. So it has to begin with her. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Because like Marjorie said, somewhere a woman is guiding, standing beside a man, however they want to right. word it, but the man's backbone should be his biggest cheerleader, you know what I mean, biggest motivator. And I, that's why another reason why I want to shout you out as, I, as you are the most positive, most dedicated, loyal, and, and motivating person <laughs> on, on uh, Point Radio. I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Wow. Yes, you are. You are. You are. And you know what I call you, the matriarch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. So I know. <laughs> big shout out to you, man. Shout out to all of, uh, of our On Point women out there who ever worked for On Point and still do. Miss T is queen as well who's leading the charge with her poetry. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, just, it's just beautiful, man. I, I hold the black woman at high regards, nothing above her at all. Still don't want to fall in love no more. But ah, here I, hold, we go. I hold nothing <laughs> and no one above the black woman. I'm going to leave it right there. I know you are, King. I know you are. It's, it's all good. But I thank you for sharing your daughter's project. Um, that was very, very good points that you brought about Marjorie. Joiner, and then uh, there are a couple books out about C. Madam C. J. Walker. I guess her dreams of dreams, and then the rise and triumph of Madam C. J. Walker. The rise and triumph. But there's also a Marjorie Joiner that's on. You know, you can look on the computer and you can find out about the first line, all that kind of stuff on there as well. Um, I'm I'm going to yeah, talk about. Go ahead. Joy, I'm sorry, Joy, real quick, but let's think about something. And I don't want to, you know, I am Mr. Controversy, but I don't want to make this a negative thing. I want to make this a thought process. Okay. You know what I mean? If she did that to Marjorie Joyner, yeah, you can have a patent, but I'm going to get the money. How many others, because she had 200 salons, how many others could she have done that to? She's the wow. first black woman millionaire. She had 200 schools. See what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she was definitely instrumental, but how many people of her own did she rob to do it, to get there? I hear you. That's I, my I question you. now. I heard you. I heard you. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad that they're teaching different things about her now, and it's now about her being an inventor of the permanent hair wave machine. And she almost lived to be 100 years old. 98 years old? Yeah, she was 98. Yep. Wow. They didn't teach her this, Joy. I told her I to do the report on it so she can teach them. 
you know, because I taught her about my daughters. I teach all my children about history, not history. I tell them to learn his story, but I teach them history, uh, especially real, about real them story. giving them knowledge of self. Right. right. So I, they didn't know about Claudette Colvin. But just the fact they said, she said now they're teaching them about Claudette Colvin, that's Finally. because they could only lie us until we started to wake up. Yeah. You can't I never lie heard to that. us no more. Yeah, right. You know I what never I mean? heard that. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I love that about you, that you definitely educate your children. That's, and kudos to you for being a great father because um, I, hear, I see what you do with your daughters. It, makes, it excites me that they're real men that really care about their children out here. And that's a blessing. It's a blessing. So getting back to the, the gentlemen and the men, like with the women, yes, we are the ones that carry and start with us, but we still need our men to be a part of these young men and these young women's lives to help them have a balance. They need balance. I don't want women to get to all to one side and, you know, I don't need a man attitude. I don't, I don't like that attitude at all. We need each other. We do. We need a balance. Male, female, at the table again, having dinner, talking, put the cell phones in the middle of the table, put them away from the table, whatever, and begin to have genuine good conversation. So um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I am, and I'm hoping that people As you always up. are. <laughs> I, I have As to you always that. are. I have to remain that way. I do. And um, more something about my life you don't even want to know, but Maya Angelou, we talk about her forever, but I just am encouraged by that life. And now since she's taught uh, Marjorie Stewart, join us, I'm, I'm encouraged by her life. And even though C.J. Walker did what she did, whew, it's a lot of stuff that I, I'm, I'm – sad that happened even with all this permanent stuff because I know that we as a people I'm all natural I mean even with my hair I try to I'm back to the, the wetness and the greasing and stuff and rolling up at night and all that kind of stuff but you know what I can't sit at a hair salon hours and hours on and I just don't like it I just don't like it I never did never will <laughs> that's just not my personality but many many people do it and kudos off of you guys that do hair down your feet and do all that all you do kudos off to you and making mad money because i know you do but um this is a great show for me um, it helps me to be more uplifting helps me to be more transparent and i think that we as women are doing a great thing just every day breathing air and making it through all of our struggles keep up with the good work that you're doing um be positive Find your purpose, whatever that may be. I hope it's something that's going to help to nurture you, first of all, self-preservation, get your life in order, and then be able to mentor others that are necessary out there. And get our young men raised appropriately. And I don't mean young women acting like their mothers, because that's one thing I see a lot of times, too, happening. They get too close to their mothers, and they, the mothers shower them like they're babies, and they're not babies. That's why they need men in their life, men with the men, women with the women, but then as a family together, being raised up appropriately. So shout out to all the great inventors, innovators out there that are doing great work. So keep on to what you do. I just want to keep on talking about it. So this is my, one of my last lectures tonight is another song for the women. For the women. And this song is by, let's see. Oh, this song is by Alicia Keys. You heard this before, and I like it. Just a tribute to the women doing the great work tonight. Here we go. Girls on she's just a girl and she's on fire Hotter than a fantasy Lonely like a highway She's living in a world and it's on fire 
dealing with catastrophe, but she knows she can find a way. Thank you, thank you, everyone, for calling in on tonight. That will conclude our program for tonight. And I just want to thank everybody that participated. Mr. On Point, you want to give your last words and the following for the next programs that are coming on, and I'm going to get my next, uh, my last closing track ready, if you don't mind. Mr. On Point? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll be on Sunday, and um, I'm going to talk to Automatic, 
Brother Automatic Charismatic about doing the show this Sunday together um, because he, you know, requested we do a show together. We did one before. He requested us doing another one, and I'm I'm going to accept that and grant that request. And um, I'm gonna do it on 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 male violence. You know. What oh I mean? wow. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do the show on male violence and gangs and all of that, and and I want to get to the core of it. Like you know, I want to know at what age do you stop mm-hmm. claiming a set and a gang affiliation. Is wow. it maturity or is it some type of mental defect? You know what I'm saying? Why is the mm. street so important to us? Why right. are you not supposed to tell the police who shot you and you're supposed to go and shoot them back and give up your whole life? Retaliation. Throw your yeah, whole life away yeah. so you can prove that you street. I'm going to get to the core of it this Sunday. I'm telling you. I'm I not trying you are to hear too. that no more. It's time for us to grow up and get out of that. We shouldn't be running. I'm, 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 a 14-year-old girl was shot in her face just yesterday. Wow. In her face. She lived, but shot in her face. And when they went to the, when the cops went to the house, they found two big uh, uh, Tech-9 guns, uh, uh, I mean 12-gauge guns, you know, um, and four handguns, and they looking for two more. And they had two bulletproof vests from there. So this little boy who was 12 that shot her is looking at facing charges. Oh. An 18-year-old boy, I believe in Delaware or Jersey or somewhere, um, got killed over an ounce of marijuana by a white boy, shot him in his face. Now, they're doing it this young, but then we have these artists out here, these rappers and these actors. You know, we have these people out here that's depicting this like it's okay and it's cool. And right. the youth is following. It ain't the streets that's following it. It's the youth that's following youth. that's keeping it in the streets. That's right. So yeah, at what point do we become men and say, this got to stop? We tripping. Because it starts with us as men. So, yeah, I think me and Larry going up. Man, Larry, man, Mr. Automatic Charismatic going to get into that this Sunday, 9 to 11 on On Point Radio. Name of my show is Street Talk. The call ID is 143133 pound. You know, um, you hit one pound if you just want to listen and you hit that star too if you want to, you know, communicate and converse with us about the situation or the topic. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, as for my last words, man, awesome show. Um, much success, um, wishes, uh, wishes for those that's out there doing what they do as women and as men, but as women um, becoming the next trailblazers, man. I appreciate yeah. y'all. But yeah. one thing, one thing I want every woman out there to keep in mind when they're out here mentoring and when they're mm-hmm. out here becoming trailblazers, make sure you remind a woman she is the original nurturer. It starts with her, and it starts at home. Wow. That's what I need Love. women to focus on because you need a foundation, and that is the foundation. I love that. Good. Good last words. Wow. So, people, you heard it from our CEO. We have other shows this, this week still coming in. Um, Thursday night, Thoroughbreds, 
143-341, pound, same, same call ID number. And we have Miss Tia's Queen on Saturday, 9 to 11, the Poetry Palace. She's Miss Tia's Queen. She's the Queen of the Poetry Palace. Her PIN code is 144814. So people call in. You can. We're on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays on Point Radio. And I do thank you for Joyce Hope participants on tonight. And that will conclude our program. I hope you enjoyed it and hopefully see you next week. Much love and appreciation. Thank you. Now 
Definitely on point. 